One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees, promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm the therapist, Tess Brigham. And I'm the attorney, Brooke Brigham. All right, people, this is it. And just like that, season two, episode 11, we have made it to the end. The last supper, part two, part two, part two. And this is the season finale. We have made it. (laughs) We did it, people. We did it. (laughs) It is happening. Yes. So um, let's see. I guess we should just jump right in. Start at the beginning. And I'm telling you, you know, this much anticipated return of Kim Cattrall as Samantha. And I just felt like, woo, it's just it's we just happened right away. Yeah. And I was I was not prepared. I was emotionally not prepared. (laughs) But here, well, so oh, I was kind of underwhelmed. Yeah, honestly. I was underwhelmed too. But so she wasn't the first thing, first thing. But tell me, what was your? Because we haven't talked about it yet. Um, what would? How how did you feel about the episode over and the season finale and and how it all wrapped up? Well, I was left at the end very confused. Ah, I don't really know what happened. I don't really know what any of this means like that they're not gonna see each other for five years they're, you know they're, they're <laughs> yeah, not are gonna, they broken up are they broken up are they on a break can carrie date other people can he date other people are they going to continue to see each other wh- when they can or i mean was he just saying that i can't do this really committed one week on one week off thing that i have to primarily be in Virginia, but maybe. But mm-hmm. then he said he didn't want her coming to Virginia. Yeah. So that would mean that he would have to come to New York when he could. And then I also have a lot of questions about this ex-wife Kathy. Like, what the fuck is her problem? Yeah. I mean, they supposedly have been co-parenting for five years. They've been divorced for five years, mm-hmm. and she seems to have no control over this child or the we don't even know what's going on with the other children he said that he was the primary parent because she was always traveling i mean there's just so much we don't know and understand yes and and i'm kind of mad that aiden just recklessly just came back into carrie's life and co-signed on this relationship in the apartment and now she's stuck with this four-bedroom apartment 
And she was so, like, not mad about it. I would have been so pissed. Yeah, well, but everything that she's been through and she's put him through, I guess she feels like she can't be mad. But, uh, yeah, I'm that I was angry. I was not happy about the ending either. But I was more like I was angry because I felt like, okay, you know, as we've been talking about the show, I was so prepared for he's going to come back. It's not going to work, you know, and the second season's going to be about Carrie dating and Aiden's going to be one of the people that she dates and he's going to come back around and they're going to realize they're not meant to be. And then when we saw them come back and they realized, and she realizes that she made this mistake and that maybe they could meant to be, they could be, and that this was her chance to, you know, maybe see what happens. I got on, I I co-signed that and I got Mm -hmm. on board. And then I was like, you motherfucker. Fuckers, you got me all excited for, you know, Aiden 2.0 or 3.0. And and now you ripped them apart. How could you do this to me again? Well, and the way that it happened was so unemotional. He was very unemotional, matter mm-hmm. of factly about it. Like, this is just how it's got to be. And she she had a moment where she was upset where she said, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm here again. Mm-hmm. And, but then she snapped out of it and she was like, well, OK. And then they had all this nice, fun sex that night. And then, you know, she just has this sort of, like, um, laissez-faire attitude about it. Like, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And um, maybe one reason why is because when they wrote and filmed this episode, they didn't know if they were going to be picked up for a third Mm -hmm. season. It just came out this week. Yes. Picked up for a third season. So they, I think they had to come up with an ending that was flexible. Yeah, I can see that. Could go yeah. like it could. It might be a series finale. It might be a season finale. Mm-hmm. Either way, I, though, I feel like it was unsatisfying. It felt unrealistic. It felt too easy. It just was like, what the hell? Like, yeah, I feel like this, like a yo-yo. Yeah, it felt very yo-yo-y, and it did feel. I mean, I listened to the podcast, and I do understand their thought process, which is. We can't have Carrie break up with Aiden again, which I get. We all knew that part. I understand that part. And that, you know, knowing Aiden and knowing who he is, that the only thing that he could choose above Carrie would be his children, Mm -hmm. which I get. And I could see that part, too. But I, I also I'm with you in the sense that it didn't make a lot of sense where. What seems to me would make a lot more sense would be him saying, hey, you know, give me six months. Like, give me, give me. Or how about let's let's just. okay, change of plans. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be going back and forth every other week. We're just going to see what happens. Yeah. See how this goes, because, you know, if you have kids that age, any age, you can't predict what's going to happen next week Mm -hmm. or next month or next year. Like life is fluid, especially. When you're co-parenting and you have kids that age and all that kind of stuff's happening, it should have just been like, you know, I want to be in a relationship with you, but I'm probably not going to get to spend as much time with you because I'm going to have to deal with this stuff. But why is he making it like, oh, I can't come back for five years. Well, and also see you in five years. He's in his teens. I mean, I'm sorry, but anybody who has kids knows there's a huge difference between he says why it's turning 15 next week. Right. There's a huge difference between 15 and uh, 16, 16, 17, 17. your daughter's 20 and my son is 15. They are light years ahead beyond where they are in their lives. And every kid is different. Every every, kid needs a different amount of help 
help and support and, and t- time and, and energy, yes, whatever. Yes. And just because Wyatt is having trouble now doesn't mean he's going to be having trouble in yeah. two years. So what is that? And and Carrie does make that comment about at the end. And I think that was a little nod and wink of, well, I may get off good, time for good behavior, time for good behavior. Yeah. And the, in the writer's room, the podcast, they do mention that, that that is a little bit of a wink and nod of like, this may not Might be not forever. last that long. Yeah. yeah. That he may be at back for season three, yeah. which I, I think would be interesting and good. And I think they did leave that open, but at the same time, yeah, it did feel a little bit like, okay, so now that's it. Y- yeah. You know, I, I, it would have been better to keep it open. I, I would have liked to see it be a little bit more what you're talking about of like, Hey, can we, can we find some sort of different arrangement? Because to me, if you really wanted to make this about women in their 50s, women mm-hmm. in this new time, then this is a much more realistic situation. Because I do think that women in their 50s, when you're dating in your yeah, 50s... you're dating men with children. Yeah, this is a bit more of what it is like in your 50s, yeah. where you have these complicated things, where it's a little bit of him saying, okay, listen, we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to figure this out, and I'm not going to be up here all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you might... It, we, it's going to be weird for a while. But it just felt so hot. Yeah, yeah, I just, but for us, for them to bring us to this brink and to just, <laughs> yeah. and to just do, just cut just us to, off, just to like curb stomp us. <clears throat> yeah. I just felt defeated <laughs> and so mad. And the other thing is, God damn the internet. I, I swear, it's like if you don't watch the show Thursday morning, some of us have lives and jobs and things to do. I swear, if you don't watch the show by Thursday at noon, it, they just the, you, well, you can't go on the uh, internet so you you've watched it i swear I, I it was spoiled for me by thursday mm-hmm. some at some time i was like oh, i was so mad it got spoiled for me i was so mad so mad anyway yeah well and also how is it that all of a sudden he was fine with going into her apartment that was weird yeah that was i guess he had to make a concession since yeah. he was basically going like in there ripping to, yeah. yeah yeah rip the rug out from under her so i don't know yeah and they don't talk about that on the writer's room podcast they didn't address that at all of like why now are you suddenly gonna let this character and you know be okay with this and just and there's no reaction from him at all and this was been a plot line for about five six episodes since Mm -hmm. he's been back you know big deal like Mm -hmm. big deal and i don't know so anyway but the episode does open with actually her and it, what was so weird and funny was it actually, it starts as if it starts right where it left off right, for the, the last episode, the next day, or the, the, next day, the same day or something. Because we see Charlotte, we saw Charlotte yeah, wake up from her hangover. <laughs> yes. So we see Carrie, she's, um, she's walking into the new apartment or she's walking. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. She's walking into her old apartment and walking up the stairs with the new napkins. And then we see her um, hanging up with Aiden and then picking up the phone and we see her talking to Samantha. Mm -hmm. And I have to say that both these women, they're both really great actresses because as we both know, neither of them were talking to the other one. No. So they both did it. They both really fooled me and made me think that they were talking to each other. But for all of the hype, it was very underwhelming. I mean, yeah, it was I thought very short and I mean, I didn't think it was going to be a long phone call, but it was very short. Yeah. And Samantha, I don't know. 
when I saw her, I thought to myself, how old is this woman now? She's 67. She's 67. It was just her birthday. Okay. Because my first thought was, she seems like a goofy, like, old aunt or something. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she didn't seem like the... Oh, really? The sort of, like, hip Samantha that we're used to. Well, Pat Fields dressed her, as we all know. She insisted on Pat's fe- Pat Fields. Yeah, but it wasn't even the way she was dressed. It was more like just her affect to mm. me she seems kind of like a she seems like a goofy older lady mm. like i feel like she just showed her age i just i don't know she seemed goofy to me yeah i mean the writing wasn't great no. i mean they they did that callback to annabelle bronstein which we all know from sex and this from the original mm-hmm. series but you know saying goodbye to the apartment yeah, i don't it know was just weird. It, was just, it was just kind of weird and um you know, I think starting the conversation with those fucking, you know, that seemed very Samantha, like those fucking, I can't get there in time. And I was going to, that felt like her, but the writing felt, mm, um, yeah, I don't know. It just, it was very underwhelming. I mean, obviously it wasn't going to live up to, nothing was going to live up to this hype. No. I mean, it was nice to see her again. Those, those, both of those are very good actors because God knows they, they made it seem like they were talking to each well, other. Well, it was supposed to be a surprise, but yeah. Kim Cattrall actually leaked it. She did? I thought I that someone so. else... I thought someone else spoiled it. No, I think she did. And I oh. think Mac, um, MPK is not happy about that. Mm. I think if it had been a surprise, it would have been... I, yeah. We would have overlooked yes. this, because, but we were expecting something. Our expectations yeah. were high. And I also... Um, I heard someone say that there was an article that said that, uh, that Michael Patrick King did not direct her because she doesn't like him either. Oh, no. Well, listen, I don't blame you, Kim Cattrall. I can't stand the guy. So it was directed by somebody else. You know, it's, it just felt very detached from yeah. whatever they were trying yeah. to do. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and then, um, normally we go character by character, but it's probably easier to just go in order. So next was Charlotte, right? Am I thinking is the next person we'd see is Charlotte? I have no idea, but we can talk about Charlotte. Let's talk about Charlotte. So next we see Charlotte and this was great. I love this scene where Charlotte is face down in bed. Mm -hmm. So we see her right from, she's passed out from the night before and, um, Harry wakes her up. And she gets up. That's the best. And she's still into that suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he's there. And he's he says, well, uh, Anthony's here. He needs to talk to you. And Harry is incredulous because he has, you know, done about two days of parenting. Yeah, he made them breakfast. He made them morning. breakfast and got the kids up and out. And... Um, and uh, but Anthony's been trying to reach her, but her phone is in the bottom of Margarita pitcher. Um, and but I, I'm loving this new Charlotte. I love her. She continues her rage against the patriarchy. Yes, yes. And tells Harry, "You haven't done shit. <laughs> you you think you've done something because you got the girls up and out two days in a row? Good mm-hmm. for you. You're doing yeah. the bare minimum." Yes, I know. I love it. I, I've I've loved the whole her whole season yes yes so um and and i i love what she's saying which is you know men think that just saying that i'm gonna support you is enough and it's not you need to help you Mm -hmm. need to do more and that's what she's asking to do so she basically says i cannot deal with anthony get rid of anthony and talking about his ass virginity (laughs) right now he needs to go so goodbye bye-bye 
And um, and then we check in with um, Miranda goes and sees Steve at Coney Island mm. and she wants to have a, you know, conversation with him. Um, and, you know, yeah, they wh- make up. They make up, essentially. Again, uh, Steve just seems so odd. But um, the, the you know, he just gets oddly New Yorker. Yeah. You know, Brooklyn. But, but, you know, it was it was it was a nice, it was a nice scene. And, you know. Miranda told him that, you know, she complimented him. He complimented Mm -hmm. her. They complimented each other on, you know, what they brought to the relationship. And the best thing Steve ever did for their finances was to buy that place in Brooklyn. Yeah, because they they made they made a couple million dollars. (laughs) Yeah, they got in there before all the hipsters got. Yeah, and then he redid the place. You know, he just made them two million dollars. Yes, more. I don't know. (laughs) God, you should be kissing his feet. Here's what I don't understand. Then. Suddenly, Brady pulls up on a bicycle, mm-hmm. and he's watching them and smiling. Okay, I don't know the geography of New York very well, but Coney Island, is that an actual island? <laughs> How does he bike there? Well, I think he took his bike probably on the subway. On the subway. And okay. then biked from there. So now he's working at the snack shack? I is would that think so, yeah. Yeah. I think Brady's a little lost right now. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so... That's- that's clear yes that was a nice scene and then i think before that in the one of the beginning scenes was where naya gets yes. told by her, her mentor professor that, professor that she's been accepted to the american law institute yeah. which, which is, is a very big deal is that a real thing yeah. i didn't know okay i didn't know yeah. if that was a real thing or not it's like a prestigious group of legal scholars who write about the law and okay. it is very prestigious okay i didn't know if that was like a real a real thing or not yeah and because i'm so this is one of the things because i used to work with actors and and all of that i get obsessive about actors and such and i recognize that guy right away because he had been on in sex in the city before mm-hmm. he was charlotte's tap dance teacher mm. and, and i knew apparently who that he's, guy a, was. he's a big broadway star i guess so i mean i knew his face and i was like and i'm always like oh he's been on the show before yeah <laughs> but they talked about that on the podcast i always get annoyed when i'm like i knew that first <laughs> um <laughs> so that's where everybody is before we start but the big party. There was a reason why. So then when Naya went home and she told Miranda about the American loss. Yes. Of course, Miranda's like thrilled for her. Yeah. But, but then she said, what? Why was it? She said at first she wasn't going to go to Carrie's dinner because party. Because she, because the first, because she felt, which is, which is understandable. Because oh, she, she wasn't in news. a couple. She had this big news and she said the first thing. The first thing that I wanted to do or the first thing I thought of was I wanted to pick up the phone and call Andre Rashad, mm-hmm. you know, and and she just felt sad that she didn't have anyone to enjoy it with. And and Miranda said, yeah, I understand. And it's understandable. And I hear you. And there's going to be this Michelin star chef there. And this is going to be amazing. And, yeah. you know, please come. And I need you as my wing woman. You know, I need you. So she said, OK, I'll come. And so, well, um, and can I just say while I'm thinking of this, just jumping ahead, yeah, again to the dinner party. I okay, there was two things about it that didn't feel right. First, Steve wasn't there. Yes, and Carrie yes. had told Miranda oh, that's that right. both of her exes were going to be. Oh, Mar- Miranda was are, mad at her. That's a continuity thing. Yeah, she's mad you because are right, why Brooke. are you inviting both my exes? And she's like, hey, they're my friends too, and mm-hmm. I'm going to invite them, and you need to just deal with it and. But you Steve are right. wasn't Steve there. was not there. And, Justice but, for Steve more. Exactly. Steve missed out on a good even, meal. Even more. Um, and then Che is there, but 
this is after Carrie had said that before mm-hmm. Che just totally humiliated Miranda at the comedy mm-hmm. um, club. And I really think that, look, Carrie and Miranda have known each other for like 30 years. If I don't, her and Che have been friends for five minutes. Mm-hmm. If Che had done that, if I were in Carrie's position and she had done, I would be like, fuck you. You're not coming to my dinner party. Mm-mm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, and and if she told Charlotte or any of these people what had happened, you know, Charlotte would have just been like, she wouldn't have stood. They wouldn't have stood for like Miranda being humiliated like that. And then Che just waltzes in and Che's just obnoxious and rude yeah. and. You know, yeah, that is weird because at the dinner party, um, what's the what's the other guy's name? The, the oh, Jackie, Jackie. Yeah. Why it's is so, he there? So Jackie and Che and, and and smoke. And well, yeah, but Jackie, Che and Carrie all hug. and They're like, oh, the Beatles, the gang's back together. I'm like, can we all rewind for a second yeah. here? This was this podcast that you all did together. Carrie was so uncomfortable. Che, you she didn't to, even like doing she it. She didn't even like doing it. She felt weird about it's it. It's been over for a year. Che had to lecture you about it. Yeah. You all kind of didn't know each other very well. You all were uncomfortable. And now you're all like acting like you're the goddamn Beatles. It, that, it is very weird it's... how you went from this to this do yeah. you know what i mean yeah. it is very odd and i would have uninvited che after that i would have mm-hmm. said like you know i don't i don't you're it, it, this well, is going to be uncomfortable for I miranda have, and yeah. i don't want you there but it is i have seen people talk about this on i feel like i've seen it online where people have said like why did carrie just stay and do nothing right and not go not after leave. miranda yeah. or not sort of support her friend after all of that um yeah. yeah, good question. That's a, no, it's a good. That, those are two very good points, Brooke. You are absolutely right. Yeah, and she has, and Carrie has known Steve for how old is Brady now? For his more than more Brady's than, life, oh, it's over twenty, 20 years. years. Yeah, yeah. Plus, she's still with Aiden at this moment in time. That's right. his business partner. I know. So you're right. That makes okay. no sense. So let's get to this dinner party. So. um it's beautiful. She she creates this big long table, mm-hmm. and we um, there's not a lot to talk about in terms of the dinner party. We sort of see everyone coming in, and we see little snippets of everyone's conversations and what's happening, and we kind of get these updates of everybody in their lives. And so, um, I'm trying to think about like these little snippets of well, everything. Well, first, um, Charlotte comes in. She sees LTW and mm-hmm. Herbert, and she notices that LTW's drinking. Yes, alcohol, and she's confused. And so she tells her that you know she lost the baby. Yeah, and um, then Harry comes in with her new iPhone. That sort of cuts that conversation off. Well, you know what? Did you hear on the writers' room about how? Well, a couple of things. So first. Uh, Charlotte says, oh, you're drinking, like, says it like, oh, and, and LTW says we lost the baby and and LTW says, but not here. Like, she yeah, doesn't want to make it. I don't want to talk, talk about it here. I don't. And um, and then in the writer's room, they talk about Harry and how Harry's big gesture for Charlotte was buying her this iPhone. Did you I think remember? that's the least he can do? I, I just felt like <laughs> this, this was the big gesture was like buying her an iPhone. I was like. She okay. would have bought. She would have bought one anyway. Like standing in the line of I- yeah. Apple and buying the iPhone was the big gesture. I was like, oh boy, you guys have low standards well, for your yeah. partner. After like, okay, whatever. So anyway, and then um, if you just want to 
if you want to, let's say with the LTW stuff. Uh-huh. And so, um, what triggered her to start so, crying? Oh, baby, the, the, she shows uh, the, sh- the, the, the kitten. kitten. So, Carrie wants to show everybody her new kitten, Shoe. Mm-hmm. She named Shoe. And um, she's like, and then I'm going to, I wanted to show you my new kitten, Shoe, before I put my baby to sleep. Mm-hmm. And that triggers LTW. She starts crying. She runs into the bathroom. Um, and then um, uh, Herbert, Herbert, I called him Chris Jackson. <laughs> Herbert uh, follows her and um, LTW starts, she feels a lot of guilt because she feels like, did I wish this baby away? Did mm-hmm. I Did I not want this baby? And um, it's a very sweet scene where Herbert's saying to her, no, that's not, you know, God has a plan for us. That's This is not our plan. Mm-hmm. You didn't do anything wrong. And yeah, which was very, you know, we've never heard anybody talk really about god or religion mm-hmm. or talking that way mm-hmm. for so I, that sort of um surprised me but yeah i know they try to keep it kind of separate separate but yeah and of course you know this ties into another story where uh giuseppe um is he says it in front of i forget who else is there he says that LTW Herbert and I think it was was Charlotte there too. Yes, Charlotte was there because she was like, "Oh, Rome! Oh, but you're going to come back, right?" When he yeah. talks about going back to Rome, he says he's thinking about going back to Rome, and Anthony's just like, "What?" And he's like, "Yes, I just find the publishing scene, you know, impenetrable." <laughs> <laughs> and he, but he New also York. he also finds Anthony impenetrable yes, too. Too many walls up. Too many walls up, and so. Uh, you know, Anthony says, well, I'm just, you know, I've only loved, I've only been in love one time before and I had all the control. Mm-hmm. And Giuseppe says, you love me? And he's like, oh, of course I love you. And so they're making out in this. Yeah. Cl- <laughs> That's what they always do. They they have something and yes. then they go make out in a room or a closet. Yeah. So they're in Carrie's closet. And I guess the only way into the bathroom is through Carrie's closet. <laughs> so every time someone, Lizette is coming in yeah. and out, she's like looking at some stuff in the closet. Herbert yeah. and LTW are coming in and out. And they're just making out in the closet. Yes. I guess they, you know. But I, I have to say that whole Giuseppe thing about going to Rome and, oh, I think I'm going to go back to Rome. And, and Anthony's like, you're going to go back to Rome. And of course, Charlotte being Charlotte, but you're going to come back, right? <laughs> you know. I, I was just like, that's so passive aggressive. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I think I'm going to go back to Rome. You know, there's so many walls up here and it's unpenetrable and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's like, but it's I, a poet test. Yeah, I know, but He's it's just the whole thing. It's just dramatic. like, like, listen, I, and we all know it's not just about getting up your ass. Like, we all know it's about like the fact that he's got walls up and you want to, you know, blah, 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 blah. We get that. But well, it's a little yeah. bit like, just stop being passive aggressive of like, I'm going to count around and I don't think I'm going to come back. And no, nah, it's just, Okay, Giuseppe, just well, he's uh, like 20, you're exhausting. He's like twenty five or something. I know. That's I how twenty five year olds are. Okay. Well, I know how twenty five year olds are, but it's just a little bit of this. If he is so quote unquote mature and he's so evolved, well, and when did he claim so, to be mature and evolved? I thought he seemed to be he well. But he did. He seemed to be this one who keeps claiming that he is. I am so mature. I am so this. I am so that. I always thought he was the more mature one. Well, Wasn't I think he? he was just talking about his generation is different. Yeah, I don't think he ever said I'm more mature. Okay, he didn't use the word. It was, mature. It was like a generational difference. All right, was it fine? What, but I just, I just 
feel like he's just being. I just feel like he's being a little okay. passive aggressive. All right, Tess, with Tess his has attitude. to be right. No, I don't you, have you to be, be right. right. I don't have to be right. I just feel like he is being a little. I think just claiming you're going to go to Rome and in a group full of people with this guy's friends, I think is a little passive aggressive. I think it is. All right, personally, but that's fine. It doesn't mean he's mature. I didn't say that he said he was mature. I just think. Never mind. It's fine. <laughs> it's a TV. It's a TV show. I know. Okay. So um, where are we now? Okay. So they're they're in those, and out of the bathroom. Decept- and then yeah, so that's their storyline. I guess. And oh then, oh oh, Naya. When Naya and Miranda yes. arrive, they they meet the the Michelin chef because Carrie doesn't really have a kitchen, yes. so they have to cook the dinner in Lizette's apartment because she has a, a a nice kitchen. And she sees who the Michelin chef is, and it's that guy Toussaint yes. from like episode one. Yes, who we said, you know that yeah, that fine guy's man cute. better come yeah. back, and he's back. And um, which, and that guy looked. He looked. He was. I I when I saw him, I was like, isn't that guy on CSI? Yeah. And it seemed like God, that guy's way too famous to just like come on and right. say hello for one episode. <laughs> yeah. So and he's cute, and he's so hopefully he'll be back for season oh, three. Oh, he will be back. In he season is very three. cute. So she, this just makes her giddy, makes her. Oh night. yeah. So he is very cute. And Miranda, um, I loved what she was wearing. Yeah, she was wearing this beautiful red dress and then a beautiful gold cape. Yeah. She looked fantastic. So See. they arrive, and the, so she runs into him, and she's like, "Okay, bye, Miranda." So she's no longer Miranda's she's not a wing, wing woman. woman. Yeah, but that's the thing you do. You gotta you gotta ditch your friend for this guy. So they talk, and then Miranda, of course, being Miranda, storms up the stairs, goes right in, sees. Um, Che in the kitchen, and Che's just hanging out in the kitchen doing shots with. Well, what I now what I think is so funny there. too is the minute you're, you're thinking to yourself, "Oh, it's the kitchen," quote unquote. Oh. This is the fingering kitchen. Oh, that is. It's then the, you're right. I was like, "Ooh, it's the fingering kitchen." Oh, a lot of <laughs> lot of memories. A lot went and, down and there. And they were doing tequila shots, remember? Oh. And blowing smoke and all that Full other circle. stuff. But okay, so can we back up for a second? Because when Che shows up they say they see Lizette mm-hmm. and Lizette talks about butterfly and metamorphosis yeah and I'm sorry this Che thing it just I know I keep getting back on it but the Che thing bugs me to no end because Che's transitioning and and metamorph in like like again like from che, what to what, what exactly to what I mean I just the whole thing was Che was saying it took me 46 years to know who I am and now you feel like you need to to become something new again I I don't I don't understand, understand I don't understand Che one I don't understand you bit. the person that we met in season 1 I thought that person had become fully actualized and realized so are you saying that all the work you did on yourself to become who you are when Just we went all away first, first met you, you is gone. Yeah. Is gone. Like that person actually isn't you that because you lost this pilot, mm-hmm. that because you weren't, you lost a pilot in Hollywood mm-hmm. that people that, that this happens to tons of people in the world, tons of people. We all lose out on things. We all lose out on opportunities in our lives that we think are awesome you know, loves and, you know, Carrie just got broken up with, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, like we all lose things like that one thing in your life happens to you and 
you now are going through a metamorphosis? Like, is this what you're telling well, us? Well, I don't know. Che is the worst. She's the, they are the least developed character, yes. the worst character, worst written, worst thought out, just the worst. I don't know what the hell is it going on. And I don't, I don't even fucking care. Mm. I don't care. When Che comes on the screen, I'm like, oh God, please make this fast. It is so boring unrealistic can't relate to anything that I just they're, they're I'm, saying. I'm, i i think that it's sada it's not sarah sada sada ramirez i think is a is a great act actor and i am so and and when they give this character things to do that are interesting i think they're great mm-hmm. i am so frustrated and i feel for them but i'm so frustrated by this i'm they're they're this metamorphosis and the, the i'm just like mm. anyway so Anyway, Miranda goes stomping in there. So Miranda, and like, we have to be nice for Carrie. <laughs> Thought that was great. We need to get along. So um, Che apologizes, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what happens after that. I though. think the, Miranda she, said you can never use that material again, mm-hmm. or something. That's right. That's che right. agreed. To, yeah, yeah. I'm never like, going to say it again. And oh, they talk about how they were a train wreck, and then Miranda says something about, well, you know, the thing about trains is sometimes you need to take a train yeah. to get to where you need well, to go. And so, and then in the writers' room, they were all laughing and saying, "Oh, okay." And this is what the audience thought. And I feel like, and this is what really bothered me, which is this is when artists listen to the audience too much Mm -hmm. which is the writers almost were like and this is what the audience thought this was this whole thing with people people's opinion about the miranda che steve situation that i think that they listened to way too much and got way too confused Mm by which was again they really misinterpreted what everybody thought about the miranda this whole miranda che steve yeah no it had nothing to do with miranda getting together with che it was the way that they portrayed steve and so disrespected Steve and how Miranda just dumped him unceremoniously. Uh-huh. But and, and just the character. The, the character and making and, him like in this like bumbling uh, guy who couldn't hear and all this kind of stuff. That was what people were mad about. It wasn't that Miranda started a relationship with Che. If she had done it, maybe a different way or well, had more respect for well, Steve. Yeah, it was it was the portrayal of Steve and the fact that, yes, they made him bumbling. It was the fact that Che wasn't a funny comedian, Mm -hmm. not funny at all. It was the fact that the character itself wasn't just a very likable person Mm -hmm. in general. There were a lot of things about the person that wasn't very fun and likable. And um, and it was just funny, some of the things that were like the comedy concert and and the fact that the comedy concert was more of a TED talk than a funny concert. And, you know, smoking weed in in an elevator of a corporate building. Like there was all these things that were so like blatant, and then Miranda just not being Miranda, right? Like Miranda the character. Because not, look at her now; she's yeah. back to herself, herself, and, she, and, and she's killing it. Yeah, you know? and and obviously, when people go through these transitions in their life, they are different than who they are. But there is a sliver of their true selves. Yeah. So that was the issue that people had. But these writers, they they somehow hooked on to everything and listened to like didn't get it so now they're responding to that in such a weird way and and their interpretation of that was like okay so yeah this was all bad this was a bad relationship and i'm like 
No, wait a second. I, okay, so now you think this whole relationship was a train wreck? Well, they did write the line where Miranda said, you know, sometimes you need to get on yeah. a train to go where you need to go. And, and it's not necessarily a train wreck. Yeah. It's that you, this person is a vehicle to get you. Yeah. It was a, it was a vehicle to get her, I guess, out of an unhappy marriage. Mm-hmm. Be more, get more focused about maybe her sexuality, what she wanted out of life, whatever. Because yeah. they weren't happy. She and Steve weren't happy. No. That was very clear. Well, I think Steve may have been happy, but she wasn't happy. But Yeah. I don't but, know. It doesn't, but it doesn't, but I think if Steve was happy, I think he would have, I don't think Steve was happy either. I think that's kind of what he was sort of saying when they yeah. saw each other he maybe again. just didn't want to admit it at the time. Or he wasn't ready to. Well, yeah. anyway, now Che has a new love interest, this Toby, mm-hmm. let's get Che out of, you know, the core, the core three. Yeah. Whatever, and Che can have their own journey of something else. I don't know. I'm exhausted. By yeah. It. Exhausted by it. Okay. So, um, so, so then they, they're good. So I think that's it. They, that's finally, everybody. they finally all yes. sit down for this last supper. Yes. And Carrie makes them do Ugh, an one annoying of those games game. when everyone I, has to go around the I room. I hate I hate this. Well, but at least, you know what? The one good thing was everyone could only say one word. Mm-hmm. So, that's really good cuz you know with those kinds of things, there's always someone who rambles on. <laughs> um, so everyone had to go around and say one thing that they want to let go of. So, everyone has to let go of something. I can't I did not write down what I everyone need, said. I know Chase said rules. And then, then there was a bunch I don't remember. It was remember. like guilt and it was the guilt. Fear. Miranda said guilt, and I think LTW also said guilt. She says I have to. Oh, and then Seema said distrust because mm. we, we forgot there. Oh, was, that's right. The there Seema was a stuff. scene before this where now for now okay. I still don't see an ounce of chemistry between no, these two people. neither do I. And I, I, I would never believe they were together. Seema is always seems to be um, annoyed, upset. There's no connection. They barely speak to each other. And he's telling her that he has to go to Egypt for five months to film this scene for his movie in front of the Sphinx. And they've never let anybody film a movie there before. And he has mm-hmm. to go. And he wants her to go with him. And she's like no i'm not gonna just leave my life and my job and whatever and and she's you know she's still jealous about these actresses or whoever Mm -hmm. whoever she's jealous of it's not even clear anymore Mm -hmm. and he tells her i love you basically but you're ruining this yeah and i've given you no no, reason right there's no reason for you not to trust me and you know you're gonna you're gonna basically break us up Mm -hmm. and so i think that kind of snaps her out of it somewhat so she says distrust. Mm-hmm. And then there was some more. I can't remember what it was. And then Carrie said expectations. Yes. And it's a good thing she did that because she did not know what was coming. Yes. She really had to let go of like says little did she time know expectations. Little did she know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they only we only saw them serve. There was one little part where they served a course olives three ways or something liquid like that. Olives, liquid olives or, or whatever in your mouth or something. Um, and then yeah, and then they then we see her at the end and she's blowing out candles and then we hear tick little <laughs> rocks being thrown and there's Aiden mm-hmm. coming up the stairs. You know, no problem coming back to the apartment that we've 
he's been resisting coming back to so much so that they've spent thousands of dollars on a, on a hotels. Yeah. But these two have so much goddamn money. They don't care. Um, so, uh, and he tells her that they found, um, magic mushrooms <laughs> in Wyatt's system. What the hell are magic mushrooms? Oh, he's, he's, psilocybin. Psilocybin. Um, well, how is that different than like your, your tra- regular, your mushroom. traditional uh, shrooms, like from the sixties yeah. and seventies? I don't know. <laughs> They're just, these are very magical, but you know what? Everyone's microdosing now. You can go anywhere and get magic mushrooms. I mean, you know, that's the other thing. It's like, maybe he was just microdosing or something. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Everybody's doing it. But apparently, so he's been what we were talking about earlier earlier he's been the main parent and this kathy just apparently just she sounds like off. a flake yeah tr- she just travels off yeah. all the time she's giving carrie lectures about not right. hurting her boys you know what kathy right. get it together like yeah. you know where are you why it's mad at her <laughs> called her a dick uh he somehow was able to sneak out of her house and, and get magic mushrooms somewhere yeah and hitchhike down yeah. to the farm i mean i really yeah i i i have some questions for kathy she i don't know um but you know but and that's the other thing too i just want to say once kids are a certain age you know you can't put a tracker on them i mean they have phones that's a form of a tracker but mm-hmm. like there is some point where you know, there was a period of time where my son, you know, would not go to school and people are like, you just have to make them. I'm like, you can't, once a kid's a certain age, like you cannot force someone to do something like, you know, with kids, it's, it's really, really well, teenagers, teenagers, I should say, you cannot, you, you physically cannot force them physically, to do anything. Yeah. And, and so there is a point at which, right. Like you, short of locking them up or and staring them or yeah something. staring at them constantly yeah. right so anyway he tells her that he you know he needs to this is what he needs to do and give him five years until his kids are all out of their teens and she's just like okay sure <laughs> all no right problem. let's have sex and i'll yeah, give you a little send off yes so then we see this these final scenes of everybody's kind of like wrapping things up here where we see Harry. Everybody's and, having sex. Well, or, except for Harry and Charlotte. They're yeah. trying to figure out the new phone. Yeah, they want to set up the phone by themselves. By themselves without, without, their help. without their kids, yeah. without Rock's help. I, I would be calling my kid first thing, but <laughs> um and then it's them and then we see Seema and um Ravi laughing in bed, smoking and laughing those two smoke. Um, and yeah, Carrie and Aiden, who else do we see? We see, uh, LTW and Herbert, um, just they're more just kind of cuddling. They're cuddling and, um, oh, and then, um, Toussaint goes home with um, Naya Naya. he says he's hungry. He didn't get to eat. Yeah. So she, she's like, cause she likes to cook. She cooks as we know. She makes a souffle. souffle. So hopefully she can feed him. (laughs) Um, and who else? Oh, well, Anthony lost oh, his ass virginity. Yes, it looked very painful. <laughs> there was a like lot. Apparently, there was fun. a lot of there's a lot of lube. butter. There was a lot of lube a lot on of the lube table. Stand. It looked very painful. So hopefully, he's enjoying it here. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it gets better over time. Um, and then who else? Um, oh well, then Miranda was called. Oh, that's right. That's right. To because uh, her boss was unavailable, mm-hmm. she was called down to the BBC studios yes. to do a emergency interview. And mm-hmm. of course, yes, yeah, she's in her element. She gets on. She looks beautiful. She's in that red dress. Oh, that's she, right. I knew we would see that Joy again too. Yeah. Yes. So the producer of, woman Joy after mm-hmm. the after the interview, they go out and they're obviously like just 
talking all talking talking yes, constantly yes. all night obviously they're hitting it off mm-hmm. so i guess we'll be seeing joy so maybe she's a love interest maybe she'll be a friend yeah but that that'll be good so it's like and that's a better match and i think obviously it's more of like this is who miranda is this is this is where she's going in life and this is mm-hmm. a better better fit um, yeah so is that everybody is that everybody yeah we see che with toby so that's great and she's back in their apartment that they can't afford um <laughs> well maybe toby can move in and pay half the rent yeah that's not that's not a bad choice or anything <laughs> uh just shack up with someone new um, well never and stopped then before at the very end we see and then we see oh, yeah. carrie saying goodbye to aiden and and then at the very end we see carrie and Seema on the beach in greece mm-hmm. and just like that you know she orders two more cosmopolitans because hey you know when you have tons of money from your dead ex or your dead husband <laughs> and all the money in the world you can just travel around not work and um you know just order cosmopolitans on the beach yeah i don't know cosmopolitans now are so out of style yeah that you know the fact that she's ordering in on a on the beach uh, that sounds I gross hate, i hate co- i i've never i've had i think i've had i don't think i've ever had a cosmopolitan i think i've had a sip of one i think they're disgusting yeah they're not very good i don't like whatever the, it's whatever one of the it's, mixers are yeah it's there's a mixer vodka in it? and cranberry juice and some simple syrup no there's something that they mix it with there's a something that's mixed in there that i hate i hate one it's of like the a mixers. real sugary i can look it up something. i can tell you what they mix it with that i cannot stand there's some sort of taste in there so and just like that it's over just like that it's <laughs> over i know well this has been quite a journey you know that's the thing in the beginning of these seasons and end of just like that you know it's just a lot of complaining about oh you know this is terrible and then they start to you know they start to hit their stride and then by the end it's you're you know it's and then it's over. And then it's like, we're not going to get this show back again for a year. Okay. And then are we going to, that's like, we're going to start to mix it. We're going to start to miss it. Not mix it. I'm looking at oh, I'm Cosmopolitan. Sure we, I'm sure is it we Qu- will. Quintru- Qu- well, what is it that's in Cosmopolitan's that I hate, that I don't like? Coin, is it Qu- Control? Control? Control, is that how you say it? Is it triple sec? Maybe it's triple sec triple that sec I don't is like. What's in margaritas? Oh, then it? I like that. Isn't it? I like or margaritas. Is, or is it contro? One of them. So, I don't know, Tess. You went to bartending school. I did. It I'm was a long time ago. Well, this. I can't remember all these things. Um. Oh, let's see. Vodka, control, ounce of cranberry juice lime maybe not okay well maybe i do like a uh, cosmopolitan maybe it's just been too long and yeah to i think one. maybe it is there's some there's something in there that i don't like okay so, so anywho well now how does this sag after thing work like are these actors are they all like sag members like- well yeah it used to be separate it used to be sag and after were separate um, and SAG was norm was usually like film and television, and AFTRA was radio mm-hmm. and uh, like industrial. But do you have kind of to? Thing, but you now re- they combine them together, so it's one together. Do you have to be in the union? 
well, you don't have to be in the union, but there's union gigs and there's non-union so gigs. So if it's a union gig, you have to only hire union yes. actors. Because yes. obviously Sarah Jessica Parker doesn't need to be in SAG to get health care. You know, like a lot of the people that they're fighting well, for, their, for yes, their rights but, now. But you have to be, but if you want health care through the union, yes. Right, right. But, but if you don't need that, if you can afford your own... Yes. To just buy your own health care. But I would think that... And what is the benefit of being in the union? Well, but obviously it's discounted. It's discounted health care. And so, for for example, right, I'm in, um, you know, I... I'm part of an association, this thera- therapist association, and because I'm part of this therapist association, I get a discount on my ins- my uh, liability insurance. It's like that, right? Right. As, but you know, but my understanding is like like the the actors who you know really need this are the ones who you know you have to work a certain number of hours, mm-hmm. and these are not like high paid actors, yes. not like celebrities. Yes. And they're just regular working actors who have mm-hmm. you know, like they do one episode of some show, and. Uh-huh. and but they really need it because their entire health care, this entire health care is yes. covered if you work a certain number of hours. They're, but that's not a Sarah Jessica Parker no. pers- type of person. So Sarah Jessica Parker could just say, eh, I don't need to be in the union. I don't care. I'll work, uh, you know. I mean, if you're not in the union, can you, can you work so, if it's a union job or you can't work at all? Oh, okay. Um. I don't, that's a good question. I believe, well, everybody has to be, everybody has to be in SAG or AFTRA to, you have to be in the union to work on these shows. So all of them? Yes. Yes. So there are union shows and non-union shows. Everything that's pretty much produced in Hollywood that's of any significance mm-hmm. is union. Oh, okay. So, and they decided to unionize. And as part of that benefit, there are health benefits. Right. So obviously, for Sarah Jessica Parker, it is not life or death for her to get that health insurance. Right. I'm just wondering if, like, this if this strike goes on, if it's would affect a show like this, I know it's yes, going to affect it's a, going to. a sitcom it's gonna, it's made in affect LA. Or, okay. It's going to affect everything. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it took, I, I can't remember when the first season of and just like that came out, but mm-hmm. it feels like a year ago. I mean, it feels yeah, like it it'll was, be a year. It was, it'll be a year. No, this is going to affect everything. This so is going to more, affect it could absolutely be more than everything. A year. Yes. It'll be more than a year yes. before we get a, yes, Season three, if they don't the, settle all this All of this stuff, the actors and the actor one is going to, you know, that's why this actor strike is really important because the actor strike really helps the writer strike mm-hmm. because um, because obviously people care a lot more about the actors than they do about writers, unfortunately. But I mean, obviously we need the writers because they write the words, mm-hmm. but um yeah it does it affects everything and this stuff is really this is the part that i think people don't understand is that what i think a lot of people don't realize is is that um 
you know, a lot of the actors, and these were the people that I used to work with, or these are these people that you see and they kind of look vaguely familiar and you're like, oh yeah, that guy, I just saw mm-hmm. him on this episode over here and this episode over there. The bulk of the people that work in LA are these actors that do, you know, they do a lot of TV shows, they're mm-hmm. in random movies, they maybe were on a TV show at one point and they really live off of the residuals of TV shows, of these things. And so, yeah, they might make, you know, they might be on a a pilot where they make, you know, $50,000 for the pilot. And that sounds like a lot of money, but that's like they're, they are doing two pilots a year and that's it, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's the extent of it. And though, but that amount of money allows them to stay in that union and then they're paying, you know, they're probably paying some money extra for their health care, and that's what keeps them afloat. Mm -hmm. So it's a big deal. It's a really big deal. All right. Well, anyway, so yeah, all of this stuff is going to affect everything. And that's why they're trying to push out all these reality, these reality shows. So if these reality stars start, start saying we're out of (laughs) here, then I don't know. Bethany Frankel can gather them all together and we might have to start reading again. I know we might have to pick up some books or something. Oh my God. God, what are we going to talk about on our show? We're going to have to like (laughs) pick, you know, read. Yeah. We're going to have to go back to the classics. I don't know. Read (laughs) Jane Austen. Talk about that. I don't know. God, no, we can just go back to old reality shows and talk about that. Old. Go back to like MTV, The Real World, oh, yeah. season one. Oh, okay. okay. I don't even think I even watched that. So we could watch that. Yeah. Oh, okay. There All we right. go. Phew, phew, phew. Plenty thank of God. material. All right. So thank you so much for sticking around. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and uh, give us a review, five star review on um, Apple. If you um, like this show, we are continuing our Sister Wives uh, coverage. Um, we are reviewing and recapping the new season of Sister Wives. So please tune in. Those are coming out hot off the presses as quickly as we can get them out on Mondays. Um, and, uh, the same day that this this episode will come out. And then we are continuing with our Sister Wives Rewind. Um, we will be doing uh, Season 5, Episode 3, which will come out tomorrow on Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday yeah. So check that out as well. Um, and check us out on uh, social media, Psych Legal Pop on Instagram and TikTok. And I think that's it. And just like that. And just like that. It's over. It's over. All right. All right. Sorry, I just repeated exactly what you just said. <laughs> and just like that, I'm a parrot. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 